0: to be
1: Too bad, because the doc says you're not in great shape. Why, you're liable to live to be a hundred.
2: Oh, I'm not worried about it, Rainey. All the doctor said was for me to take it easy, not to do anything too
1: strenuous. Sure. And you know what that means? What? You're just as good as you ever were. Maybe better. But you've just got to slow down, Carl. And I'm going to see to it that you do.
2: Thanks, Rennie My cleaning shop isn't too strenuous for me. Oh, it's good to have a friend at a time like this.
1: At a time like what? Look, things are going to be the same for you as they always were. Golf, swimming, gym, everything. Only not as much as before. I tell you what. We'll go down to the gym a couple of nights a week. Just the two of us. Shoot baskets or toss a medicine ball around. Something like that. Something easy. All right. Let's make it starting tomorrow night. How about that?
2: Tomorrow night? Sure, that's fine. I won't be coming home till the following morning.
1: Oh, your wife out of town? Yeah, up in Port Smith. So we
2: can go to the gym if you want
1: Right. And as long as Wanda won't be in town, how about dinner together after we work out?
2: Well, I'd like that.
1: Well, today then. I'll see you at the gym at 5. After that, we'll go to a restaurant downtown and... Oh, excuse me. Sure. Hello?
3: Hello, Rainey. This is Wanda.
1: Oh. Uh, hello there. How are you?
3: Fine. Do you miss me, darling?
1: Uh, you bet I do. Um. Uh, where are you?
3: Still in Portsmouth. You, uh, want me to stay here, don't you?
1: Uh-huh.
3: You're going to go through with it?
1: Well, sure I am.
3: Please don't get cold feet, darling. He's the only thing that stands between us. You know that.
1: Don't worry. I'll do everything just as we planned.
3: Tell me you love me, darling.
1: I can't.
3: Oh. Oh, is he with you now? Yes. i better hang up, then. Remember, I come back to town day after tomorrow.
1: I know. It'll all be done by then. I'm going to take care of everything tomorrow night.
4: And now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends.
5: Hey, you? Oh,
2: just a minute.
5: Come on, come on. Press them pants later, bud. I want to talk to you.
2: All right. Well, what can I do for you, sir?
5: Where's the guy who owns this pants pressing joint?
2: I own this place.
5: Oh, yeah? Your name, Colin Brown? Yes. Okay, bud. And you're just the guy I want to see. Ah, nice place you got here. Makes you a good living,
2: huh? Well, fair living. Well, I'm satisfied.
5: That's great. Like to know a guy's satisfied? That means he wants the other guy to be satisfied too.
2: Well, yes, I
5: like. Look, you—it's going to cost you a hundred dollars a week to run this place from now on. A hundred dollars a week, or well, the place gets mussed up and you along with it.
2: Now, what is this anyway? It's just
5: a little business deal, Bud. You give me a hundred dollars every week, and you can stay in business. And don't think I'm kidding. I'm going to make an example of you—a sort of exhibit A for the rest of the. Small shop owners around town. What do, you, what do you mean? I mean I'm just starting in business. Jerry Buck is the name, in case you're interested. You've heard of me, haven't you?
2: Yeah. Yes, I have. The police would like to get hold of you.
5: <laughs> they can get hold of me anytime they want. The trouble is, they can't pin anything on me. And look, don't you get any idea of going to the cops about this? Because, as I said, I'm going to make an example of you in case you don't kick through with that hundred.
2: What what kind of an example?
5: A dead example, bud. See you tomorrow. See you around ten in the morning. And uh, I'll see you a hundred dollars then, too. Won't I?
6: blackie Well, hello, Carl. Come on in. <laughs> what have you done? Promoted yourself to delivery boy?
2: Oh no, Blackie. But I happened to be passing your
6: way, so I thought I'd deliver your suit to you myself. Oh, thanks. I think I can use it tonight. As a matter of fact, here I'll take it. Uh, there you are.
2: I'll put it on the bill.
6: Uh, do that, will you, Carl? Saying, by the way, how is everything? Oh, not so good, Blackie. Not so good. Well, what's the matter? You cleaners being taken to the cleaners?
2: Well, I, I don't know. I've had a couple of bad experiences the last two days. Oh. what's happened? Well, first of all, my doctor says I'm not in such good shape. Oh, I'm sorry. Then I have to take it easy.
6: Well, I wouldn't worry about that Carl, Taking it easy will do you good. Yeah, I suppose it will.
2: But it's what happened in my shop this morning that really has me worried. What happened? A fellow named Jerry Buck came to see me. Wants $100 a week for me or else.
0: Uh
6: Uh-oh.
2: What'll I do, Blackie? I can't afford to give this guy $100 a week. And if I go to the police, he'll kill me.
6: We'll contact the police, Carl. We have to in a case like this, but not yet. Yeah, but... What this fellow is trying to do to you is one of the crimes I hate most. What time tomorrow is he coming for his hundred?
2: Ten in the morning.
6: Ten in the morning, yeah? All right. I'll be at your shop at... No, better still. I'll pick you up at your house and go to your shop with you.
2: Well, I I go down to work at eight. Will that be too early for you?
6: No, I'll be there. Now, don't worry about a thing, Carl. We won't let this guy get away with this.
2: Uh, Thanks, Blackie.
6: I'm not in any danger tonight. No one saw me
2: come here. Later on, I'm going to the gym, and then to dinner with a friend of mine.
6: Well, go ahead and have fun. By tomorrow, your troubles will all be over.
2: That was a great meal we had, Rennie. We got to eat there every time we get through at the gym.
1: That's okay with me, Carl. You feel good.
2: Oh, great. That little workout gave me an appetite, and the meal was...
1: Look, I'm home already.
2: What are you trying to do, Rainy? Get rid of me?
1: No, Carl. I just thought you'd like to hit the hay early tonight. Oh, but not this early. It's only 8 o'clock. Well, I'll come on in and shoot the breeze with you a while. How's that? Swell. Oh, it'll be good
2: when Wanda gets back to town tomorrow morning.
1: I guess you miss her, don't you?
2: I sure do. Can't understand why she stayed in Port Smith so long. A <laughs> <Her> boyfriend, maybe?
1: <laughs> not in Port Smith, Carl. Her boyfriend is right here. I guess he is at that,
2: Rainy. Oh, Wanda's a swell girl.
1: Wonderful wife. Well, come on in. Let's chat a while. Sure.
2: Well, say, you don't have to stay if you have something to do, Rennie.
1: I have only one thing to do tonight, Carl, and that's to stay with you a while. Thanks a lot. You're a terrific guy.
2: You know, I don't know what I'd do if... Hey, Renny, what are you doing with that gun?
1: Just holding it,
2: pal. You're pointing it at me. Oh, put it away, Rainy. We don't want to have one of those I didn't know it was loaded accidents around here. It's
1: not pointing at you by accident, Carl, old pal. Rainy, Surprised, huh? I don't blame you much. I'd be rather surprised myself if my best friend said he was going to kill me. Hey, Rainy, what is this? Some kind of a joke? No, Carl, this is no joke. This is murder.
2: But, Rainy, why? Why do such a crazy thing? You know you can't get away get with it. Get away with
1: it? Oh, yes, I can. Oh, no, Rainy. No one will ever know you were murdered. Randy. Because when I get through with you, the coroner's verdict will be death from natural causes.
0: <laughs> Hello, Mrs.
6: Brown. I'm Boston Blackie. Is your
0: hu-
6: Mrs. Brown? What is it? Something happened to your husband?
0: He's in the bedroom, in bed, just as I found him this morning. Dead, Mrs. Brown. Yes. I've called the doctor, but he hasn't come yet.
6: When did he die?
0: I don't know. I got home from Port Smith very early this morning and found him. I thought he was just asleep.
6: In other words, he might have died in his sleep?
0: Yes. Yes, he might have. He was under doctor's care.
6: Yes, I know. Well, uh, let's have a look at him, then.
0: Huh? If you like. How did you happen to call on him, Blackie? Well,
6: we had an appointment to go down to his shop together this morning to meet a man named Jerry Buck.
0: <laughs> Jerry Buck? I've never heard him mention anyone by that name. No,
6: I don't imagine you have. Hmm. This is just the way you found your husband, Mrs. Brown, in bed, just as he is right now?
0: Yes. Just as he is now.
6: Not hmm. a mark on him. No sign of disturbance in the room, no bruises on him to show his death wasn't natural. But just the same.
0: Who are you calling?
6: The police, Mrs. Brown. I think your husband was murdered. Murdered? And in an amazing way, too. I don't know how, but he was murdered, I'm sure. But
0: who... who'd kill him?
6: Probably Jerry Buck. coming to see me yesterday about that shakedown Buck was trying to pull.
0: Shakedown?
6: Yes, but that's not important right now.
0: Faraday speaking.
6: Hello, Inspector, this is Blackie.
0: I am
2: out of known things were too quiet here at headquarters. Uh, goodbye, Blackie. Whatever you want, I'm not
0: interested.
6: Well, I have a murder you might be interested in, Faraday.
0: A murder? Whose? yours?
6: No, I'm sorry, pal, but the only thing that could possibly kill me is your stupidity. The dead man is Carl Brown, and I think he's been murdered. Maybe poisoned, or maybe killed some new way by a man named Jerry Buck.
0: Jerry Buck?
2: Now, isn't that nice? Why did Jerry Buck kill him?
6: For a hundred dollars shakedown money, Brown wouldn't pay. Oh,
2: no, Blackie. I know Jerry Buck in his work. He's a no-good guy, and I'm going to get him one of these days. But it won't be for murder. He's not the murdering kind.
6: That's what you think. Better send somebody up here and have a look at the body.
2: Sure, sure. I'll send up the coroner and a couple of men. What's the address?
6: 909 Evergreen Street, apartment 2.
2: Okay. You think Brown was uh, poisoned, huh?
6: Well, there are no marks on he wasn't shot or stabbed or killed by any visible means.
2: Or by Jerry Buck or anybody else. It's murder, huh?
6: Yes.
0: I bet this one turns
2: out to be death by natural causes. Goodbye. Uh,
3: Blackie, are the police coming?
6: Yes, Mrs. Brown. They'll be here in a little while. May
3: I, then can... I...
1: Huh?
3: Oh, Rainy, please. Please do come in.
1: I got here as soon as I could, Wanda. I'm awfully sorry to hear about this.
3: Oh, it might be a shock to you, too. Oh, uh, Rainy. This is Boston Blackie. Blackie. John Rainey.
6: How do you do, do Mr. Rainey?
3: I phoned Rainey to come over as soon as I found Carl this morning. Oh, no. no. Rainey's almost like one of the family.
1: You knew Brian well, Mr. Rainey? Yes. We've been the best of friends for years. I think I know how he died, too, Blackie. (laughs) How? Overexertion.
0: I'm afraid that's what it
6: was, too. What makes you think so, Mr. Rainey? Did you see him last night?
1: Yes, I did. We went to the gym for a light workout. Charles was an active guy. I thought it was better to taper off the strenuous stuff rather than drop it cold. Well, that's sometimes wise, yes. But this time, I'm afraid it wasn't. Oh. Though he seemed to be in good spirits at dinner. Oh, you had dinner with him last night, huh? Yes, about 6.30. Then he left to come home and relax. And he was all right then? Yes, seemed to be. Oh, the poor guy. I guess he died in his sleep.
0: Well, if he had to die, I suppose it's
6: best this way.
1: Yes, if he died, as we think. Hmm.
6: Did your husband always sleep with his wristwatch on, Mrs. Brown? Oh,
0: yes, he did. Uh
6: Say, this is strange. What's that? His watch. I noticed it when I first came in. It was running, and it's kept perfect time since we've been in here.
1: Well, it's a very good watch. Carl was awfully proud of it.
6: Good watch, is it? Well, maybe so. It's keeping time all right right now, but it's exactly two hours slow.
0: Two hours slow?
6: Yes. And I wonder why.
4: And now, back to Boston Blackie. (laughs) Carl Brown, who has been ill, is told by gangster Jerry Buck that unless he pays him $100 his shop will be wrecked and he'll be killed. So Carl goes to see Boston Blackie and Blackie agrees to be with Carl the next day when the gangster comes for payment. That night, however, Carl's friend, John Rainey, pulls a gun on Carl and announces that he is going to kill him. Next morning, Carl is found at home, dead, without a mark on him. Death is attributed to natural causes, but Blackie is convinced Carl was murdered. As we return to our story, Blackie and his friend, Mary Wesley, wait in the dead man's cleaning establishment for the appearance of the gangster. Buck. Ten
7: o'clock already, Blackie. If Mr. Buck is going to come here, he should be here by now.
6: He may be stalling just to worry his victim a little.
7: A lot poor Mr. Brown has to worry about now. Yes. Well, I wish Jerry Buck would show up.
6: He'd certainly help me prove something.
7: I know what, that he didn't kill Mr. Brown. Smart girl. Well, I don't see what's smart about it. If he killed Mr. Brown, he'd know there was no point in coming here to collect money from him. Blackie, what kind of poison killed Mr. Brown?
6: None, Mary. I realized that after I told Faraday I thought poison had killed him right after. There would have been some evidence of death by poison if he'd been killed that way.
7: But there were no marks on him, you say? He couldn't have been killed any other way.
6: I still think he was murdered, Mary. Murdered in a new and clever way. That watch, two hours slow. It's a clue. I know it is.
7: I can only figure out what it means. Maybe it just means his watch doesn't keep time.
6: It keeps perfect time, Mary. I checked it myself and didn't lose a second. Now, why is that watch of Brown's running two hours slow? How does it prove
7: Carl was murdered? Please, Blackie, don't ask me.
6: I'm just asking myself, Mary, and I'm telling myself the hands of that clock point to Brown's murderer. I'm sure they do.
7: Well, the hands of the clock in here point to well after 10. Obviously, our friend Mr. Buck is not going to show up here.
6: No, obviously not. So I think I'll show up at his place.
0: Hey,
2: Jerry, yeah? Did you hear with the radio about that guy Carl Brown you was going to see this morning? Come in, Mort. Yeah. Uh, Just now. Guess you got to pick another sucker to get the business started.
5: Uh Uh-huh, but... uh, Somebody's at the door, Mort. Go see who it is.
2: One of the boys, maybe.
5: Yeah, but maybe not. Open the slide panel and see who it is first. Yeah.
2: Yeah? What do you want?
6: I want you to open the door.
2: Ah, uh, get lost, character. Hey,
6: hey let go of my necktie. Let go, will you? Not if you
2: open the door. Hey, Jamie, just let go of my necktie.
5: Open the door for him, Art. Let go, you. Yeah. I think I know who he is. Do what the man Come
2: says, pal. All right, all right, but let go of me first. Sure. Sure. <laughs>
6: in the door fast, just so you won't change your mind and close it on me. Yeah, what do you want? Close the door, and I'll tell you. That's a good boy. Now, you just be quiet. I've come to see your pal, Jerry. What do you want me for, Blackie? Oh, you know who I am, do you, Jerry? Yes. Good. Why didn't you come to see Carl Brown this morning, as you uh, promised you would? Two reasons. You said you'd be there at 10. What's one reason? Well, first of all, I was going to be late anyhow, just to worry the guy.
5: But then I heard it over the radio a little while ago. There wasn't any reason to see him at all.
6: You expect me to believe you didn't know he was dead until you heard it over the radio? That's right. That's also a lie. Look, I don't like to be accused of anything, bud. Lying or murder. Maybe I
2: should take this guy apart for you, Jay.
5: Yeah, Marge. Maybe we should teach this rover boy a little lesson.
6: You mean maybe he had a punch like this?
5: (laughs) Hey, now, Blackie, you don't hit a pal of mine like that without getting hit yourself.
6: Hold him, Jerry. Yeah. I'll take care of this no,
5: I'll Just open the door, Mort. Okay. Conversation's closed, huh? Right? Okay, now, Mort, let's slap him around and
2: toss
6: yeah. him. Oh, no, you don't.
5: Yeah, I'll get him with this
2: chair, Jerry. Oh. Uh,
5: that got him. Uh, the door's open, so let's toss him out. Grab him, Mort. Yeah, I got him. All right. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> now... Close the door and let him lie out there a
2: while. Sure, Jerry. <laughs> Look what I'll be able to tell my grandchildren. That I toss Boston Blackie out in his ear.
0: Hmm.
7: John Rainey must be an important man, Blackie. He's kept us in his waiting room long enough. The
6: secretary said he... Be ready in a little while, Mary. He's a pretty busy man. Oh.
7: Well, I guess I'll read this magazine or something.
6: What's the matter? Do I bore you? Don't answer that.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Oh, oh, maybe this is Mr. Rainey now. Yes, it is. I can see you now, Blackie. Oh,
6: thanks, Mr. Rainey. Come on, Mary.
7: I'm coming. I'm sorry
1: I kept you waiting so long, Blackie. I was on the long-distance phone.
6: That's all right. Miss Wesley, Mr. Rainey?
1: How do you How do, do you Mr. Did? Rainey? Now, what can I do for you, Blackie?
6: I'm convinced your friend Carl was murdered. Maybe you can help me prove it.
1: But, Blackie, it's obvious that Carl died of a heart attack. In fact, I feel partly responsible. You do? Yes, I took him to the gym with me last night. And even though we just had a light workout, I'm afraid even that was too much for him.
6: I don't think he died of overexertion, Mr. Rainey. And I'd like you to help me prove he didn't. All right. Now, what do you know about Carl and his wife? About Carl and Wanda? What do you mean? I mean, did they get along? Of course they did. Are you really sure, though? Isn't it strangely convenient that Carl's wife was out of town the night Carl died?
1: Why, no, she... Look, are you trying to say Wanda had something to do with Carl's death? I'm saying she might have wanted him to die. It's just a hunch, though.
7: But Blackie's hunches are usually right.
1: I don't like any part of this.
7: Wanda Brown is... Wait a, a... minute,
6: Miss Rainey. Don't get excited. I didn't mean what you're thinking. I'm sorry. I said it. You shouldn't be. Well, I am. Come on, Mary.
7: All right, Blackie.
6: Thanks, Mr. Rainey, but I don't know what
1: for. Sorry I couldn't have helped you. I'm sorry I got angry, too.
7: Forget it. Coming, Mary? Yes, I'm right here. Goodbye, Mr. Rainey. Goodbye. Well, we certainly got plenty of nothing out of him.
6: Yes, didn't we? Well, let's get back up town and concentrate on that watch.
7: That watch again?
6: Yes, I'm still absolutely certain that Carl was murdered. and That watch is the clue. Why was it two hours slow?
7: Well, you keep asking the same question so you get the same answer. Mm. I don't know. Say, wait a minute, Mary. You know what kind of a place we were just in? Well, according to that sign up there, we were in the John Rainey Ice and Fuel Company.
6: That's right, and it gives me an idea. We're coming back here tonight to prove that John Rainey killed Carl Brown and how he killed him, too.
1: So you want to look around my ice plant this morning, dear
6: Blackie? Yes, if you don't mind. Miss Wesley here has been pestering me about it ever since we left here
1: yesterday. Well, I'm flattered. We have about the best plant in the city, Miss Wesley. So I've heard.
7: I hope you'll show us through it.
1: Be glad to. Right this way. Through this door here, we can go right into the main freezing room. Good. After you, Miss Wesley. Thank you. You should really be here late in the afternoon when you lift the big ice blocks out of the vats. And oh! Cut... <laughs> Well, maybe you'll let us come back, then. Any time, Blackie.
7: What's that humming noise?
1: Uh, the generators that run the pumping machinery here. That, uh, that odor you smell is ammonia, of course.
7: Oh, yes, I recognize that.
1: Miss Wesley is a nurse. Oh, a nurse. Well, Miss Wesley, this is where most of your ice packs come from. <laughs> we supply most of the hospitals in town. Miss Wesley is a private nurse. Most of her cases are in homes.
7: Well, yes, but people in homes have headaches, too. <laughs>
6: By the way, Mr. Rainey, what's behind that big, heavy door over there?
1: That's the newest addition to my plant, like the deep-freeze room.
6: Big unit, isn't it?
1: Biggest deep-freeze room in the state. Can I see that, too, from the inside? Oh,
7: may I, too? Well,
1: I wouldn't advise it, Miss Wesley. I'll just open the door and give you an idea of how cold it is in
6: there.
7: Okay. Ooh! Oh!
1: <laughs>
7: it is cold. I give up, I'll, I'll wait out here.
1: <laughs> I thought you Ooh. would. All right if I go in, Mr. Rainey? Well, of course, Blackie, for a minute or two. Here, I'll go in with you and show you the mechanics. Fine,
6: we'll be out in a minute, Mary. Then we can hold hands.
7: No, thanks, I'll wait till you saw out. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: say, it
6: is really cold in
1: here. Yes, we'd better not stay in here more than... Uh, Blackie, what did you just pick up off the floor? My watch. Your watch? But how did it get in here?
6: I put it in here. I came back after we left you last night.
1: Last night, but I... The door, it's closed. We can't open it from here. We can't get out.
6: Oh, yes, we can. When I give Inspector Faraday the signal. The signal? Inspector Faraday? A policeman? Uh, Yes, in a manner of speaking. But what's he doing here? He's helping me with a little experiment, and it's worked. My watch has stopped, all right, just as I thought it would be, frozen stiff. Why, of course it stopped. It's so far below zero in here that... That a man would freeze to death in less than half an hour. And his watch would freeze, too, and run again after it was thought out. Well, sure, everybody knows that. Sure, but not everybody knows that Carl Brown died by freezing, and in here, where you put him... Are you kidding? Don't pretend to be surprised, Rainey. All I needed to prove that Carl was murdered was to find out why his watch was running two hours slow. The works were frozen for two hours, that's why. Why, you... Put that away, put away that gun. It's not going to do you any good. It's not going to do you any good, either,
1: because I'm going to kill you with it.
6: I don't think so, Rainy. Have you forgotten we're locked in here?
1: What? We've got to get out of here. We'll freeze to death in a few minutes.
6: The way Carl froze to death in here?
1: Blackie, we'll freeze. Open the door! Open the door! No use pounding,
6: Rainy. Faraday won't open the door till I give the signal. Then give the signal. I'm freezing. This is the way you killed Carl, isn't it? You locked him in here. No!
1: Let me out! Let me out! Open the door! Open but
6: the it door! It won't open till I give the signal, and I'm not giving the signal till you give me that gun and start talking.
1: All right, here, take the gun, take it. Now give the signal. You admit you killed Carl by putting him in here? Yes. I'll give the signal I'm freezing. I am freezing too, but first, why did you kill Carl? Because Wanda and I wanted to get rid of him. Now have them open this door. I'm dying. The cold is too much. It's too much. Well, too much for
6: Carl, too. Much too much. There's the signal.
7: Oh, Blackie. You get what you want, Blackie?
6: Yeah, yes, Faraday. You admitted everything. Better let Rennie lie down. I think he's about to pass out. <laughs> he has passed out. Well,
7: Blackie, your face and hands are almost blue. Are you all right?
6: Yes, I'm all right, Mary, but this is the first time I ever got hot on a case by getting cold.